Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys so much for hanging around and just listening to my podcast episodes. Um, so today I want to unravel um, just a little bit about my dad. Um, so I know that if you guys have been listening to the last few episodes, um, even from the beginning, I have mentioned that I don't have the best relationship with my dad. And I just kind of told you guys here and there that he's not, you know, he hasn't been the best man to my mom. Um, and But today I want to unpack a little bit more about that and also how basically that has affected me as an adult now and my relationships with people because of that. So I want to start off by saying that, you know, me sharing my story with you guys, it's not to make myself look like a victim, which I am, which I am. But I don't see it that way. I kind of, me telling you guys my story, it's basically getting my power back from a lot of things. Um, It's part of my healing journey. It's also um, bringing awareness to just people that might not know that maybe you went through the same thing. Maybe you saw someone else going through it. Maybe you are in it right now with your relationship. It's just to do that basically. It's not to bash on people. It's not to once again just you know for you guys to listen to my sob story. Um, Honestly that's not where I'm coming from. It's basically just for a lot of like just my freedom, a lot of releasing, a lot of healing Um, and I really hope that you guys can just take some of this and um, for it to bring awareness into your own life and for you to start to you know just see me and be like I need to start releasing some of these things. I need to start unpacking. I need to build up the courage to talk about this. Um, You know, so on, so on, so on. And I want to say that I did receive a lot of messages from my last episode. Thank you guys so, so much for reaching out. And for you guys to just basically share with me that you're also on going through a hard season in your life and you're dealing with depression. Or you're telling me I have a lot of, you know, the same... I'm feeling kind of the same way you are and I didn't know it was depression, but I think it is, Um, you know, so on, so on. And that's literally the entire point to this podcast is for me to share with you guys bits and pieces of my own story and for it to bring awareness and for you guys to feel like you're not alone and for you guys to feel like, you know, if she can do it, I can too, you know, those are the vibes that we're going (laughs) that we're this is the whole point you know of me building this podcast okay so let me guys let me take you guys back to um basically my childhood so i want to tell you guys that a lot of it is a blur and i don't know you know why i block a lot of it most likely because it was probably bad or also feel like going through depression it feels there's a lot of blurriness you know it's a lot of like you're very you experience a lot of like fogginess. Um, but even when I started to do therapy like three years ago, when we would talk about my childhood and stuff, I there I would block a lot. Like I just, I can't remember a lot of things. There are certain times that I do remember very vividly and there's just pieces that I remember, okay? So I was raised with my two parents. So I had a mom and dad, okay? Um, And I had shared with you guys before that I had a really good relationship with my dad growing up because my mom was always at work and my dad was basically at home. He would take us to school. He would be, when it was like parent conferences, he would be the one going to the parent conferences. Uh, So he was more involved. He was more when, 
you know, he would take us to the park. I remember that. I remember um, for like Christmas, he would like buy us like, you know, just gifts that I remember. Um, my mom, not so much. And I want to tell you guys from that perspective, and then I'll share with you guys what I think now. So back then, I was just like, my mom was always working. I just didn't understand why my mom was so like, just, just moody and just sad and just frustrated and just like, I didn't understand her at all. Like I just, I, I, as a child, I was just, you know, I'm basically, you know, it's just about me. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm not thinking about, you know, my adult, uh, the adults around me. Um, so my dad, when I was growing up, he was very, um, what I remember loving, um, to me, you know, um, he would take us to school. He would like take us to the store and we would buy like hot Cheetos every day. Um, I was, me and my sister would know, be known as the hot Cheeto girls <laughs> in elementary because we would always have hot Cheetos. He would give us a dollar. He would give us a $2 dollars. Um, you know, for us to spend like every day, he would like, you know, just take care of us. Um, he just seemed like the more fun parent. And so that was basically in a nutshell, what I saw in my dad, I also saw him as this very important person, because that's the way he portrayed himself. A lot of my um, kids at school, what do they call you guys? You know, I, I was trying, I was gonna say teammates, but no, it's not teammates. <laughs> uh peers at school um they would think like man like they would ask me what does your dad do like because you know my dad was like dressed in like slacks like very businessman like and most of the parents that were you know attending parent conferences or dropping their kids off at school they're looking like you know just pajamas and you know just casual clothes but my dad wasn't so I saw him as this like you know important person but to be honest as I got older and even in elementary, but like, you know, fifth grade, basically, when people would ask me what my dad would do for a living, I didn't know what he was doing. Like, I, I really didn't know what he was doing because he did a little bit of everything. He was always like kind of jumping from job to job. Um, so I really didn't know what he was up to. It was kind of like a mystery. And it wasn't a subject that my mom would talk about, not something that, that I remember that she opening up to us about your dad this, your dad that. Like, I don't remember having conversations with her back then when I was a child. So that's how I remember my dad. Um, I remember my dad having a lot of money, uh, but there's also a lot of uh, times where he didn't have money. Um, also, you know, the relationship with my mom is, I do remember that. So between them, it was very toxic. You know, um, I remember a lot of fights, a lot of screaming. Um, I don't think there was maybe some physical abuse, but I can't really remember like, you know, it was happening every day. No, um, definitely a lot of emotional abuse. And now I can know, I know that it's emotional abuse. When I was a kid, I didn't. I just, you know, you see your parents fighting and you just think like they're fighting again, but that's it. Um, so a lot of that, there was a lot of fights, um, around money. Um, and I remember when I was a kid, you know, basically my mom would give my dad money to go pay the rent, go handle this, go sign, you know, we were looking for apartments, go um, make sure we're on the waiting list for that apartment, whatever. And my dad, you know, he would, he would lie. He would lie about a lot of things. And 
I just remember my mom getting super frustrated with him. Like my my dad would basically spend the rent money. He would, you know, just not not do the things that he was supposed to when he was telling my mom he was. And then my mom had to deal with with all of that. So I remember little things like that. Um, I remember there was cheating involved. Um, and this was basically, I think I found out when I was like in middle school. Um, basically his mistress or whatever showed up at our house. I remember that clearly like being in the room and her knocking at the like the window to our room and just making a big old scene. And that's when I really found out like my dad's been cheating, you know, and it was basically my first heartbreak because I saw my dad as this like best dad ever. And it was kind of like realizing that that's not it, you know? Um, also, he's very explosive. Um, there's a lot of, he can be, you know, calm one moment. And if you say something to him that triggers him, he'll yell at you. Like he'll blow up. Like he'll like just get very aggressive with you. Um, he did that to my mom a lot. Really to us, not, I, I don't remember experiencing that, but I remember just being around that. Okay, and yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure I'm missing a lot of stuff, but that's basically in a nutshell, my childhood, you know, and as I got older, you know, um, when I ha I got pregnant at 15, my dad was there for me. Uh, my mom really wasn't because she was very upset at me. Um, and my dad was the one basically, you know, taking me to the doctor appointments, helping me with my son. When I got a job, he was the one taking me to work. He would pick me up too. Um, you know, he was that dad, you know, and I, even at that point when I was already 15, 16 and had my own child, I already felt this resentment towards him, but it was because of what he had done to my mom and just that heartbreak that I went through seeing that he wasn't the best the best person I thought he was and it, it was it started that resentment started there when I started to really see him for who he was and as I got older and I started to just be, be in relationships myself and I started to just you know just grow up basically and become more aware of you know, this person is like this because of that. And it's this is being toxic, you know, so on, so on. I realized that my dad definitely is very toxic. He is actually a narcissist. Um, and I had a hard time. And I, I just learned that about three to four years ago that it clicked that that's who, that's what he is. Um, and he definitely shows a lot of those traits towards my mom. To us, I feel... It was more, and I'm seeing, now I'm telling you guys a story as an adult now. You know, looking back on my own childhood and just seeing all of these things, right? So, um, if you guys don't know what a narcissist is, in a nutshell is, you know, they think they're more important than you are. They're, they think they're more important than anyone else. They're very arrogant, um, a lot of lying. Um, they lack a lot of empathy for people. Um it's there's a lot of traits and I'll leave you guys down somewhere below like uh you know where you guys can read more upon it but it's very like they're very entitled um they like to come off to people as a certain type of person but in reality that's not who they are um 
is just very like they just think the the best of themselves um so that is my dad you know if when I take tell you guys about my childhood like growing up and him dressing the way he was and talking the way he spoke to people like just very educated and very like just I don't know yeah it's just literally I saw that for myself with my teachers and stuff like that um he it's like he tries to intimidate you by his presence you know um so as an adult um and just me getting to relationships and all that kind of stuff that were also basically just very toxic and I learned that you know I was attracting these type of people in my life because of my dad because of what my subconscious was telling me this is familiar like this is we're good here this seems kind of safe because even though it was the opposite of that is because it's what my dad showed me it's what I experienced in my household and that's why I ended up with very toxic people and I will talk more about those relationships um in the next few episodes I wanted to really start with just my dad because that's the first person um that I feel it started with (laughs) and um so yeah so now as an adult you know just seeing the way he you know is with my mom and just looking back on everything he did and now my mom has she hasn't completely opened up to me about everything my dad has done to her. You know, not everything. She tells me some, but not everything. But from just listening to her, it's definitely, he was very, just a narcissistic person um, with her. And um, my mom also has become aware that this is who he is. She can use that vocabulary now because she also has been exposed to it. And she's just like, yeah, that's what he is. He's definitely a pathological liar. Um, it, it just, he can't help himself. He cannot help himself. It's just lie after lie. He just makes himself look like this important person, you know? So let me tell you guys, let me backtrack a little bit. So um, I don't know how long ago it happened. I should have thought about this and looked it up and not looked it up, but you know, got my information. But, you know, my dad did a lot of uh, just, it it was theft after I was theft. Um, And he ended up going to jail. He ended up going to jail. And it's one of those things that even before it happened, it was, I knew it was going to happen. Like, although, like I told you guys, I didn't know what he did. Like, I didn't know he was jumping from job to job. He had a lot of money at some, like, a lot of points in, in his life. And then he was completely broke. And I know he worked for himself, but I really didn't understand what he did. Um, and yeah, and I imagined like cops showing up to our house one day and just asking for him because I just knew that something was like, he was doing something. I just didn't know what. Um, so finally that day actually happened and he, they didn't show up to my house, but they ended up like finding him and he ended up going to jail. And he went to jail for like three years, I think. And so he lost everything. He like everything that he was doing. It's, you know, he owes a lot of money because basically he story short, he just stole from a lot of people and it was a real estate area. Um, so he robbed a lot of people and he ended up going to jail. And while he was in jail, he, you know, just he didn't have no one like he didn't have anyone. So people like that end up being alone because of just who they are as a person they're they're a sucky person nobody wants to be around that um so you know he 
you know, turn to my mom because at the end of the day, that's all he had at the end of the day, my mom and his kids. And, you know, after a lot of like, you know, basically saying I'm a change and, you know, he wanted help, like he wanted help getting out. And it was a lot of money to get him out on bail. And um, after three years, my mom finally said, okay, um, gathered the money. Uh, she borrowed money. It was like $15,000 $15, to get him out. And my mom figured out how, and she borrowed money, like I said, and made it happen. So my dad came home. And my mom's intentions were, okay, he's going to be at home. He's going to help out, you know, with the house. He's going to help out, you know, with the kids. Like, he'll help out. Like, you know, like, that was her mindset around that. And it lasted for, I don't even know, I don't even know how long that lasted of him helping. And now he's living here with us and, you know, he just sleeps on the couch and he has a job, but it's a, a job that I never imagined my dad having, but it's the only job he can get because no one else, where is he going to go do after what he did? Um, he had no life skills meaning like you know just go work like he, he he's not that type of person he's not gonna also he's very once again <laughs> like just arrogant so he thinks very highly of himself so he's not gonna go do a job that is just you know and he needs the money you know but it's just that type of mindset you know so now my mom you know it's been i don't know how many years since he got out i should have done my my research <laughs> um but my mom regrets it my mom regrets it because they they fight they fight here um because they just can't my mom it doesn't you know she just doesn't let herself anymore so she speaks her mind and my dad gets very explosive and they just kind of argue like that but it's a constant like my mom has a lot of resentment against him my dad can't like just can't take comments from her so he yells back and it's just a lot of that so i know that um i still haven't healed from my childhood and from seeing my mom and my dad argue like that and get in fights like that because when i'm here and i have already my three kids you guys and it's the morning and we're still in bed and i hear my dad raising his voice at my mom my heart starts pounding like it just starts pounding and you know it, it's from that trauma that i experienced like it, it's like i get anxiety you know and um being around that kind of stuff is definitely mentally exhausting um i wish that things would would be different for right now they're not um but when i started to really think about like moving out getting my own house um all that sorts of stuff. I told myself that I need to prepare myself and get the courage to be able to, you know, basically say, I am willing to take my mom with me. Mom, come on, like, let's move. Uh, but not my dad. Like, I, I don't want to live with my dad. And I remember having that conversation with my sister. And my sister's like, you know, I'll take him. Like, I'll take him. He's still my dad. Like, yeah. And, 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 I feel like people are not going to understand because it sounds very mean. But he causes a lot of, like, just anxiety in, in me, you know? He doesn't. And the thing is that the way this works is not he's attacking me. He's not attacking me. He's not talking crap to me. He's not yelling at me. But it's 
him yelling at my mom that it just takes me back to back in the days. Um, also, what I have learned now as an adult is that although he never was like that towards me, he manipulated me a lot because he knew the child I was. I was, you know, the quiet child. I was the great listener. Um, I feel like he would tell me a lot of things and, and just use me. Um, and I feel even till now, he still treats me that way. Um, so when we're having, when I'm having a conversation with him, um, he talks a lot of crap about my mom, like a lot of crap about my mom. And, um, sometimes I defend her, like sometimes I defend her, but other times I just don't even want to, like, I just don't even want to like, I don't, I just choose not to. Um, but it's things like that. It's things like that, that it just doesn't bring me peace. So when I move out, um, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he has a hard life and he has really no one and that he needs his family, but I, I just can't, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't. And the thing is that for a long time, I think I dealt with, I need to forgive my dad. Like I need to forgive him because he was a good dad. Like he was a good dad. It's just that I'm mad at him for everything he did to my mom. And, you know, for a long time, I carry that guilt of like, I can't forgive this guy. And I know that you know, he's my dad and I know that he's done so much for me. And, you know, like I, I would just talk to myself like that. And I didn't understand why I couldn't forgive him. And it, it just a couple of months ago, it clicked where the reason that I can't, you know, I, I feel like I can move on from the things he did in the past, you know, what he did to my mom, like, okay, we all make mistakes, you know, like we all make mistakes. I'm not saying that we're perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. But it's that he hasn't changed. That he hasn't changed. And I feel like that wound that I keep, you know, okay, it's it's healing. I put a bandage over. Let's move on. Every day he proves to me that he's still the same person. You know, the way he treats my my mom, the way he talks about my mom, the way he talks about other people, all that is, it's like, he's reopening up that wound and it's very hard to live with someone like that um so i know a lot of you guys have actually shared with me that you guys have gone like no contact with someone um with family even family um ex-husband ex-boyfriend whatever it is um you literally have no contact and i know in our culture that's very hard to do because you know and i feel like once again, in our culture, it's like we got to stick together. You know, no matter what, you stick together um, is just how we were raised. And although I think that's an amazing trait to have to be able to be there for one another, I also have found that it's not, it's just my peace is worth so much more. My mental state is worth so much more. Um, and I, I just, I forgive him and I feel like I hope that I can be very successful and that I can, you know, have my own house, live on my own and eventually help out my dad, but from a distance, you know, like be there for him, but from a distance, I, you know, it's, and I know, like I said, some people will judge me for that. And I actually have even seen celebrities do that. And, you know, they get, like, judged a lot and criticized because they cut off their mom, you know, so on, so on. But I get it. Like, I get it. 
Some people, they need to be cut off because they're never going to change. No matter how much you try to forgive, no matter how much you try to move on, they're still the same person. If they're still in your life, they're still doing the same things to you over and over and over again. Um, So right now, I am just becoming more aware of it and just kind of opening up my eyes and and just know that um, my inner peace and just my well-being... my mental state, um, it needs, I need to protect that, um, no matter who this person is. And for me, it's my dad. Um, so, you know, now that I tell you guys all of this, right, like a little bit of just how my dad is a little bit more in detail of, you know, just who he is. Um, it really affected me in a way where you guys know that I'm in quiet or that, you know, I've shared with you guys that, I don't know how to speak up for myself and I am very scared to just say, you know, what's on my mind. It has a lot to do with the environment that I was in. Basically, a very explosive household. You know, my dad, even my mom, because she's um, been through so much, you know, sometimes when you're just been through so much, you're very snappy. Um, But my dad, it was my dad mainly. he would explode out of nowhere. And that gives me like my, my, like I said, my heart starts pounding. So I feel like that's why it's hard for me to really speak up my mind because I'm scared. Like I'm scared to just really say how it is. And even till this day, I still have a hard time standing up to my dad and telling him how it is, like telling him what I'm feeling exactly a hundred percent. I'm able to share a little bit more, but not, not everything yet because I, my heart pounds like I I am scared of him and I'm almost 35 years old I have three kids and that's how much trauma it has cost me um and carrying all of this and everything that I experienced um I attracted people exactly or a lot of the traits that he has that my dad has and I will start unpacking that um it's very hard to do though because once again um I feel bad. I feel bad talking about it. I feel bad talking about my dad because it's just, it's my dad. And I just feel like, I don't know. It it just, it sucks, you know, but this is my story. Like, this is my story. This is my trauma. This is, you know, me freeing myself of a lot of this garbage, a lot of this baggage um, that I have gone through. And I'm just so tired of everything that these people have done to me. And, and hold, and it's holding me back for so, like, it's, it's been keeping me just small for so long. And this is just part of my healing journey. And I matter too. Like my, my voice matters. And it's time for me to start, start talking about these things. Um, because I just feel like if I don't learn what's happening around me, if I don't become aware of what's happening around me, and I just kind of keep shoving it and just shoving it and shoving it, this is how I ended up being and and just very depressed and very like just my mental health was just declining so much because I have shoved so much inside like so so much and I am just done doing it doing it especially for people that that don't deserve it you know and I see a lot of people especially when they have been abused um when they talk about it 30 years later 40 years later and I see a lot of people on like social media 
here and there talking about like why did it take her 40 years to talk about this like why did it take her 30 years why is she talking about it now it happened so long ago um i i i know why <laughs> like i know why because it's so scary to talk about these things so so scary like you're just kind of suppressing it and you just feel like what's the point and you just feel like who is who is my story going to um um, who is my story going to affect? Uh, we think about all these things and we just keep keep it in. We keep it in. And, you know, I like I said, I'm almost 35 years old and I'm barely starting to unpack a lot of things. And this is what I'm sharing with you guys today is just a sliver, just a sliver of what my life has been. And, and I wanted to start with my dad once again because I feel it started there where I wasn't able to speak up, right? I couldn't say no to a lot of people and um, it, it did a lot of damage, like a lot of damage that I am, sorry, it basically caused like a lot of like ripples in my life and you know, right now is just becoming i was aware of a lot of these things a couple of years ago three four years ago is when i really started to unpack things like this but i never really like i i didn't i didn't take the time to start like healing from it i became aware of it and i knew that was happening and i knew why it happened but i i didn't start to heal and i feel like this is my healing journey you know it it, it just started so if I start talking about things that happened to me, you know, 25 years ago, uh, 10 years, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it's not because now I'm in the mood to get revenge. Now I'm in the mood to just get people back. I am bored. You know, I need content. Like, no, it's literally just because I am barely starting my healing journey and some things just I, I need to say them because not only because it's going to bring awareness to other people. It's going to help heal other people. It's going to help heal me. It's going to help other people not feel alone. Um, that's basically the whole point. The whole point to this. It's nothing to do with them. So um, there are certain things that I'm not ready to talk about. Um, and I don't, honestly, I don't know if I'll ever be ready to talk about them. Um, no one. I haven't really talked to anyone about it. Um my therapist told me we can, you can heal without you talking about it, without you um, confronting certain people, like you can heal. Um, and I don't know, I, I really don't know some parts what I'm going to do or if I'm going to talk about it or if it's something that uh, I'll just heal in secret. Um, but there is a lot of things that I do want to share. Um, so that was it for today. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for just listening. Um, and I really hope that something I said just kind of like just made you like a little light bulb turn on in inside you and that you can start paying attention to just certain things, you know, certain things that happen to you and how they have caused a lot of ripples and how you know, where you are right now and how, you know, just how it affected you. And if you're happy 
in where you are right now, great. Um, and if you're not, then let's let's start the healing journey. Like we need to start healing because it's not it, what I find just so like just unfair is that they these people did so so much damage and some of these people are just you know just living like they never did anything while we're here carrying you know all this burden and just kind of just trauma and we haven't been able to just step into who we really are and who we want to be in life and business as moms um as partners um because of what they did and and i am just like once again i'm just so tired of it like i'm so tired of it i feel like in order for me to just be um who i want to be in in my business who i want to be in life who i want to be as a mom and who i want to be as a future wife um I, I need to let go of all of this like this needs to like end, end here like I know that I have a long way to go but I need to start healing now um because or else it, it's gonna keep causing so much damage and I am tired of all of that like I am I'm just so exhausted like I am just so done <laughs> um so yeah you guys that was it <laughs> thank you guys so so much once again um and I'll see you guys in the next one okay Bye, you guys.